Welcome to today's podcast here at the uh, MyCECourse.com. We are really excited today to be talking to Justin over at the CCIA, that is the California Cannabis Industry Association. You know, the CCIA has been around for a very long time, and I remember when it took its first roots, um, it had just a few members, and what it has grown into now is really a powerhouse, wouldn't you say, Justin? I mean, when it comes to... Yeah, I mean, you know, we're celebrating our fifth year now. You know, we have a five-year anniversary going on. And um, yeah, I mean, when we started, it was, you know, a half a dozen members and a spreadsheet and an idea. And um, now it's doubled and tripled in membership every year. And fast forward five years, and we represent about 650 different brands. So it's definitely, yeah, it's definitely growing, and it's pretty exciting. We just did a full rebrand, you know, kind of the new era of, you know, everything that's going through with, um, you know, everything, regulations passed, everything's going through smoothly. And so we're very excited. Now with the the new brand, um, you guys have not just rebranded a couple things, but you have given a whole new look, whole new feel what CCIA is, um, kind of a new direction for CCIA. Um, I know the committees have grown, at least the insurance committee and the HR committee, the two that I sit on, um, have grown just enormously over the last year. I mean, I think we're at, what, 35 to 40 people on our committee, um, and we have huge involvements, uh, especially with, like, uh, different events that the insurance committee is putting on. Can you tell us a little about what CCIA's new directives are? Yeah, I mean, just like you said, a couple of years ago, we had four committees, I think, you know, pretty much um, supply chain, legislative distribution, manufacturing committees. And then now fast forward to now we have 12, um, you know, diving into 12 committees, yeah, diving into insurance and human resources, intellectual property. And that's where most of everything comes from everything, the knowledge, you know, as staff, we don't claim to be experts by any means, especially on every facet of the industry. So, you know, that kind of organic knowledge of going through the committees, and then, um, you know, that kind of directing legislative priorities, that go to the board and then that actually, you know, have tangible results. Like we saw um, a couple of bills go through. Um, one was the one um, about provisional licenses, uh, 1459. You know, there was there was a there's kind of a gap where a lot of the temporary licenses um, weren't lining up completely with the way permanent licenses are going to be rolled out. So that kind of gives a 12 month period where, you know, we're kind of fixing we're that problem. we to kind of catch up. Yeah. And I mean, so in that, and that's just one example. Um, you know, there was, you know, they were 50 plus legislative bills specifically on cannabis this year. So, you know, we really, our committees are great, um, you know, and kind of organically grown and then roll that into the future. We're starting to do a lot of um, really ramping up our local action groups. So we're doing a lot more local stuff because obviously everybody knows that the fight is local. Um, So we have groups in, you know, different areas, north, south, central coast, um, and that will just, you know, be doubling or tripling here pretty soon. Is there one area geographically that's like larger for CCIA than others? Like, you know, the LA basin, or you've got Sacramento, you got the Bay area, but then you have all the growers out in Salinas and Patterson and in these various different uh, subtowns that you really wouldn't think of bulk. But I, I was out in Patterson recently and 
just grower after grower after grower and Salinas, the same thing, areas that I just wouldn't yeah. have considered. Yeah, no, absolutely. And then, I mean, like, you know, like the central coast, like Monterey is getting huge. I mean, historically, yeah, I mean, most of our members were Bay Area. Um, LA is a huge growth for us the last few years. Um, but yeah, no, there's, they're, they're, they're coming from all over the place. And it's every walk of the industry and the association. We have cultivators, growers, manufacturers, but then insurance companies and CPAs and guys that make LED lights and greenhouses. So it's definitely an all-encompassing association. Well, like the insurance committee, I noticed that we're not all insurance people on that committee. Yeah. We've got lawyers, we've got some accountants, we've got consultants, we even have a couple HR people. And then you got insurance people, obviously, from the carrier level all the way down to the retail broker. So you see a variety of people actually on this insurance committees. Yeah, and it's great because it, uh, you know, it's different perspectives from different angles. If you get just, you know, insurance people talking or, you know, human resources, we're going through that right now too, you know, um, historically we've had a lot of human resource companies on the committee, but now we're really pushing to, you know, do you do human resources for your licensed company? Are you the HR rep for, you know, this company or that company? Now we want you to join because, you know, that's just a whole different perspective and we're able to learn that from ground that. level and, yeah, perspective oh, opposed to I'm selling you HR services or right. I'm going to give you HR services. Now we're actually hearing from the people that receive the HR or implement the HR service services in their own company. Yeah, I mean, you know, the people that are actually doing the work on the ground. There you yeah, go. Absolutely. So what else is uh, CCIA working on outside of just rebranding? Yeah, so I mean, obviously, you know, that was huge. That took up a lot of time. And then just the legislative process, especially 2017 and 2018, have been um, been keeping us busy for sure. But, you know, we do various, um, you know, networking events. We have various member benefits. We have our policy conference. It's going to be our third one or fourth one this year. Um, that's going to be in March. Um, so that's definitely huge for us. And, you know, we're just, we're, we're just trucking along. A lot of these educators educational events because you know that's huge when you know mainly we do a lot of legislative stuff but i mean education is it's 1a and 1b because it's just it's so important i'm seeing a lot of not only the ccia let's say events that they're putting on but either members are coming to you to hold events like emergent i believe mm -hmm. is holding something in the bay area you've got the committees that are holding events outside of let's say your general or annual events that the ccia puts on yeah so ccia is really seeing we're seeing a lot more involvement outside of just your standard, uh, let's say, uh, trade show, right? Yeah, no, and that's exactly what it's all about. I mean, you know, because in terms of, you know, bandwidth as an association, it's amazing when we get people that, you know, like we said before, that are really, you know, doing this work to be involved and be able to bring people together. Yeah, the, we did an emergent meet and greet in San Francisco. Um, we had uh, Assembly Member Chu there, David Chu. So that was fantastic. Um, you know, this event, obviously, put on by the insurance company at Wilson Elsner headquarters Avis, in LA. Yeah, Avis on. is going to be there. I mean, Dave Jones, Cat Packer. So there's definitely a lot of, you know, a lot of movement and a lot of, a lot of education. And we try to be on the forefront of that. So what else should uh, the audience know about CCIA? What, what else is the fabric of CCIA and why should they, you know, be a part of it and, and support it, not just financially, but physically as well? Yeah. I mean, you know, we are here to, you know, just help out the whole cannabis industry be, you know, compliant, regulated, and just, we're trying to break down those stigmas of, you know, this is a professional and legitimate association, um, you know, and it's, you know, time to be, you know, taken, like, you know, be able to talk about it like that. So, you know, it's, it's just fantastic that um, we're able to 
we're able to just kind of break down those barriers and be able to, you know, just try to help professionalize and legitimize the industry to show that, you know, when you go do tours of these facilities, they are, you know, clean rooms with scrubs and hairnets. They're not unmarked vans and unmarked warehouses. You know, I mean, this is, it's, it's, it's a lot different than people think it is. And, you know, it's an uphill battle, but it's one that, you know, we gladly take on and well, I think you know, the, we'll continue doing. And I think you guys have seen that in your own association, uh, the next move, meaning um, you weren't just this association that was, you know, let's say uh, taking in uh, membership money and doing just basic things. You guys have now really moved into a real legislative government, community, statewide movement. Your uh, positions have increased. You've got, you guys brought on Lindsay mm-hmm. this, uh, a couple years ago, which was a big move. You know, she's worked on several different nonprofits and she's really made a big difference. I've noticed it as a member, um, the changeover in the guard and becoming more of a professional organization. And everybody has to go through that change. You know, you got the boots on the ground. Everyone's like, they have the energy, right? They get oh, it. Yeah. Started, but you have to have that changeover, and that changeover is one of the hardest things to do. Is you know trying to bring in the next level of uh, executives to run an organization and take it to the next plateau. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, I when I started four, three and a half years ago, it was you know, I mean, it was it was difficult to get meetings in the building, right? You know, it's obviously like oh, they were you know those cannabis advocates, (laughs) cannabis guys, you know, you know, and that's how we were. And then you know things really started flipping. We built a lot of very strong relationships with multiple state legislators with CDPH and public uh, public health and food and ag and obviously the bureau you know we've done webinars with all of them to try to educate people and really building those relationships is what you know CCIA has really been able to do really well and and that really goes a long way because you know if if these legislators and these you know uh state departments are listening to 5,000 different voices tell them slightly different stories, you know, they're, they're human beings, you know, they need to make sense of it Which as best they go? can. Yeah, you know, but then when you have kind of a collective voice where all of these committees brought together and then, you know, really all of these businesses behind it, um, it makes a huge difference for them, you know, what they've told us, you know, it, it, it definitely helps them and, you know, and inv- then just obviously helps the industry. Well, I mean, we've seen a difference. I mean, we've got Commissioner Jones, the Department of Insurance on our committee. We have the Dean of McGeorge School of Law. We have the Surplus Lines Association on our committee. I mean, we have some really big powerhouse uh, state agencies or pseudo agencies on our committee. And I don't think they would have come out a few years ago and been, and been openly on our committee. But now they're like today's uh, meeting at Wilson Elser. You know, we've got Dave Jones here. You know, we've got Cat Packer here. So we've got some really big uh, state officials and city officials that I don't think otherwise would have been here a few years ago or at the table at least. And I think they're now coming out. And I think a lot of it has to do with the way CCIA is handled. Uh, handled themselves and decided to be a real uh, trade organization um, opposed to, you know, where we were a few years ago. You know, yeah. I mean, and most companies were, you know, and now everyone's kind of elevating their level of professionalism. Yeah. So. I mean, you know, Amy Jenkins, our senior political Amazing director, woman. she's phenomenal a rock star. You know, she's she's just been so fancy. She's, you know, the reason why a lot of these things get passed, to be honest, you know, and then Lindsay has been amazing. And yeah, just being able to build all of the relationships, um, is just, it's, it's just so key. Um, you know, and then, cause then you can turn around and educate not only members, but you know, sometimes the state departments need, you know, education too. So being able to kind of hit both sides and really build those relationships, it's, it definitely helps legitimize and professionalize the industry when, um, you're being able to work with, you know, the actual, the actual policymakers. Now, is there any bill I'm going to put you on the spot. Is there any bill that we should all be looking after? Is there something that we should be looking at come November that everybody needs to pay attention to? In terms of California next year or yeah, this year? Uh, well, for, for 2018. For 2018? Um, 
I mean, honestly, it's just it's just the next the, the the next steps. I mean, we didn't we didn't win everything. So obviously, um, you know, the I mean, for the full, you know, 50 bills, you can definitely go on the website. There's a capital track. Um, it shows all the bills that we support. You guys have and, it on your website? Oh, yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, it's right on the website. Um, CACannabisIndustry.org. There's a capital tracker where it breaks down all of the bills oh, that excellent. we follow. Yeah, it's very transparent. Um, and so, I mean, we didn't win them all. And obviously the ones um, that we didn't win uh, will be priorities next year, along with new priorities. Um, but we definitely, we definitely got a lot moving this year that we're definitely, we're, we're excited about and that people should be excited about too. Well, that's excellent. And Justin, thank you again for, uh, uh, meeting with us today in this podcast. We're really excited. Everyone, please go to the CCIA, uh, website that's, uh, what is that again? It's just CACannabisIndustry.org. Definitely go check out their, uh, tracker of the November ballot and what actually made it. And then guys definitely go out and vote. This is a great opportunity. We're about 30 days, uh, away from from, from uh, Legislative Day of Voting, and we're really excited. So, again, tune into our next podcast here at myceecourse.com. Mm-hmm.